What's up, Houston? Hi, you're listening to the Right About Now Poetry Podcast. My name is Davis Land, and this week we are featuring Kevin Burke. Kevin is a two-time winner of the Texas Grand Slam Poetry Festival. He is the owner of Timbermouse Publishing, and he's from Austin, Texas. And here he makes a pretty good firefighter. Most of the artists you've uh, heard previously on Right About Now have been published through Timbermouse, so it seems kind of only after that we would feature Kevin here today. So let's get right into it. You see, I'll sometimes, more than anything, I wish I could be like strings, tuned, tightened, taut, eight of them like a mandolin hanging in the wind chimes. That way I could slip my song to the chip in their window when they need to hear it most. You see, his close front gate was a gateway drug. Now, now his drug of choice is locked doors. Most mornings, he wakes up and squeezes a tube of neosporin into each ear just so he can hear what healing sounds like. He says it drowns out the judgment, says it takes the edge of the hit of the word faggot. Last night he said it felt like the stars are only falling to smash our windshields. And meanwhile, across town, she, she falls in the bed feeling like a drum head all stretched out and beaten on him. Maybe she didn't break this time after being speed back, but the, but the bounce, maybe because he was there and dry and worried and said something when she saw all those empty bottles and bloodshot wake up on the living room couch, y'all, their lips. Their lips will taste of knuckle spit. And this is it. This is when I wish. Wish I could sing like strings. Wish I could be there for him or for her, for anyone else who's ever felt the back of a belt for being different. All the other kids out there with way more balls than me, they'll live with their closet doors kicked down, letting corkscrew skeletons proudly parade out. Well, the other ones who'll know the four walls of a home and pictures of furniture arrangements and Ikea junk mail catalogs. I want to eight strings sing to them. I want to hold their body to mine, kiss the billow up their throat, swallow all their salt and so then they can still harmonize. Till then, there's no such thing as hopeless, because there's not. There's this feeling called loneliness, but there is never such a thing as being alone to do not write yourself off and not on a mirror. I don't care how pretty your lipstick penmanship is. Suicide cursive still looks ugly on your reflection. And if you've written that note, y'all, I dare you to redraft it. Redraft it till it reads spite. Redraft it till it reads smiling. Redraft it till it reads living. Redraft it till it reads living. Living and living well is the best revenge on those hard times that we loyally blister grip. So... In the name of the sharp and broken spokes and 3 a.m. hammers that chiseled me, safety pins stitch welded me to all the love, the rage, the stubbornness, the hip-hop that swaswagger splinted me to the same punk, drunk, love-punch, jukebox tunes over and over and over that remind me to rock. I will spit sparks of shock, take stock with my pen loaded and my paper cocked and give you everything I got. I will bleed you everything I got. It ain't much. It's just a few words. Some old wounds, I will open them. I'll press my secrets to yours. I will bleed you this. I'll pour you poetry. It's, it's donated blood. I hope it helps you heal. I hope it helps her laugh even a little and leave. I hope it helps him sleep bedroom door unlocked and open so I can sing to him these eight-string lullabies. Y'all, more than anything, I wish this. I wore my nice shirt for you guys. I bought it at Target, you know. <laughs> yeah, on the real though, yo, Target actually has some good clothes there. Let's, let's be real about that. I got a sweatshirt with a wolf on it, because wolves are awesome. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, just, let's just keep this going. I got a bunch of poems to do. See, okay, so I love punk music and I love hip hop, so that's, that's a sidebar. Where's, where are my punk rockers at, anybody? Like, all right, more than two people. Awesome. All right, fucking A. Uh, 
I had a sidebar for that, but I'm just gonna read a poem. Oh, point is, okay, pop punk shows, if you've never been to one, they just keep going, and that's what we're gonna try and do. I'll talk a little bit, you know, try and make you laugh, giggle, fart a little bit, whatever. Um, but we're just gonna keep doing poems, so let's, let's keep this rolling. Y'all feel me on that? Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen of this fine establishment, but before you get shit-faced tonight, and wake up tomorrow with the morning dried up on your eyelids, a belly full of steel wool, mouth of nine, full of nine volt batteries, and porcelain under your fingertips that kept the room from spinning. Take a breath. Take a break from drinking entirely, except for tonight, support the bar entirely. <laughs> for like a year, and then sing all of this sober. Play designated driver every time your friends go out. They will love you for it. You will hate them that night, but they will love you. Go to parties, ridiculous parties, lava spewing, Vesuvial ragers, where everyone is fucked up or looking to fuck or get fucked up and fuck the fucked up, and Harvard grads are doing lines to blow up the kitchen counter like, how about them apples? See the best and worst in humans in one night and remember it. Talk to a stranger at a bar. Talk to someone knuckle in the lungs beautiful and then get their number. But then go spend time with your friends and tell your friends how much you love them over and over. Like, nah, bro, I love you more. But without slurring over your feet or stumbling over your words, do cartwheels, pass police, throw empty beer bottles at brick walls, dumpsters, anything really, cop cars, then run from police. Sleep on a rooftop in autumn with people that you love over and over and then go to shows, jump into a mosh pit, go to a club and dance and dance and give zero fucks what anybody thinks. Do it confidently and then do it again and again until you are drenched in glory in the middle of a dance circle and then dance like a Muppet. Accidentally invent a dance move called The Muppets, and then eat a 3 a.m. burrito, sleep on a pool table, and walk her home, and finally just kiss the girl that you fell in love with but can never muster the balls to tell her how you feel. Smile, recall, recant, instead of piecing things together with sweaty pictures from the night before, realize that photographs are useless if the moments were not lived and not memories and not remembered that these blackout freeze frames might as well be rough pencil sketches of strangers that look just like you. And then piss yourself and own it. Shout in public places! Go to a karaoke bar like you fucking mean it, then build a goddamn pillow fort. Try something new, knowing it's a completely stupid idea. Be uncomfortable, be awkward, feel, and live, and live, and laugh, and laugh, and throw up from laughing, and laugh, and savor every day, every weekend, and every time that you want to destroy yourself. Build and create instead. Find yourself in the sweetest of exhales, and then... Then pull up a stool and have a drink, knowing that there is unbridled outside of a bottle, knowing that you are capable of more than anything that could fit in a pint glass, knowing that you put the courage in this liquid, knowing you. Slancha. Thanks, y'all. So fun fact about Kevin while he finds his next poem. I really enjoy whiskey, and uh, if someone gets me a whiskey, I'll give you a book for free. Do the whole poem like this. Um, yeah, we're just gonna keep going. Give it up for Zach Caballero in the back, by the way. I don't know who here knows him. I spent like three weeks in a car with that man and got to know, got to know spooning him very well because it was cold sometimes. Actually, it was warm, but we spooned anyway. With your head, with your head resting on my chest, you once told me, in your own skin, you felt out of place. 
like lipstick on a vulture. I guess you never had much trouble standing out, but see, you set your life's tempo with a sawzall. You cut through butter like convention, so I can't help but wonder if you're back to <gasps> sniffing around to get high enough to climb out of those bottles that you fell into falling, landing, bow-legged, straddling the saddle of the first horse through the gate. God damn it, is it fucked up that I still care about you? I still worry sometimes. I still got a mouthful of cherry bombs and black cat brand burning snake scorching a smiley face into the sidewalk. See, I'm smiling, y'all, but it still smells like sulfur. Every time I walk the plank into conversation with you, but see you, you were laughing up ozone the other night from all that lightning in your secondhand smoke clouds. That's why I left that party without saying goodbye. I'm not the biggest fan of getting cornered at housewarming and drinking more than I meant to because my hands needed something to do while the rest of me couldn't run. That's what it's come to. This is how it is now. That's what it's come to. So if you still haven't gotten it by now, you smiling, sneering lady, you lovely M80. If I held on to you tight for too long, I'd have blown off a couple of fingers. I had to let go. I'm sorry. You lit your own fuse. I can't put it out for you. I'm sorry. All I can do now is wait and watch for you to detonate. I'm sorry. I hope you don't. Ground's got enough craters and caskets full of good-looking young bodies to go around, and I know you think that one more won't make a difference, but it will. Didn't you see the way that I shook like a boxcar when you were screaming like a train yard that you were going to lay down on the tracks? I don't think you get it. I don't think you get that I still got your touch scratching under my skin like fiberglass. I don't think you ever noticed the handcuff around my throat, and it was cuffed to you, and it took me a while to get the nerve to chew right through the bone, leaving a limb, a piece of me behind, but I've taken way more than 12 steps in the right direction, hoping you notice the tugging at your wrist, telling you that I can't take the taste of your tears over the phone at 4 a.m., more the tugging telling you to take one step and stop punishing yourself stop trying to fly from this body gripping the bottle rocket you're burning this body you're burning this skin this skin was made for you it's a perfect fit if you just let it let it hold you the way I saw you hold you the way I held you like I wasn't going anywhere Thanks, y'all. You can find more about Kevin at kevinwburkepoetry.com or you can find out about Timbermouse Press at timbermouse.com. Not only do they have books, but they have some pretty cool t-shirts as well. Yeah, we're just going to keep going. Fuck the time. Anyway, y'all know the government invented time. Anyway. Uh, uh, I I rarely do this one, but because it's not a slam, there's no time limit on it, so fuck it. Uh, It's called Waltzing Matilda. I don't know how many of you are familiar with old-ass Irish music. So I'm from Chicago. Whatever, the poem. We're just going to read it. Irish man is born on the south side of Chicago. 
Irish man meets Southside Polish-German girl. Irish man grows up, buys her a ring. Irish man then becomes Irish dad. Dad, he fixes things around the house. On an old paint-splattered boombox, Irish dad listens to Johnny B., Da Bears, and Steve Dahl on the radio on an old cassette of even older Irish music spins between games. One day, Irish dad tells Irish boy that today, Irish boy can help fix the car. Irish boy is excited to help to get fixed the car. Irish boy ends up mostly holding the flashlight. Irish boy is underwhelmed and has a very short attention span. He hears old Irish music reel out of the cassette and fill the garage like smoke in Irish grandmother's bar. And the band played waltzing Matilda as we stopped to bury our slain. And we buried ours, and the Turks buried theirs, and it started all over again. Irish dad says, hey, keep the light in here. Irish boy asks, what is war? Irish boy asks, why did they stop for their friends but then go back to fighting? Irish boy asks, what's a turkey shell? Irish dad puts down the socket wrench. And then a big Turkish shell knocked me arse overhead. And when I awoke in me hospital bed, and saw what it had done, Christ, I wished I was dead. Never knew there were worse things than dying. Irish boy asks, what's worse than dying? Irish dad says, son, he says, war is a terrible thing. It is a special kind of hell. It makes boys shoot guns at other boys even if they don't want to. Irish boy is sad and confused, but why do they do it if they don't want to? Irish dad says sometimes they have to, sometimes grown-ups tell them to, sometimes, I don't know. Irish boy is really sad, but why? Really confused. Why do grown-ups do that? Really scared. Dad, what's worse than dying? The more I'll go, I'll sing Matilda to the green bushes so far and near. For to hang tent and pegs, a man needs two legs. No more waltzing, Matilda, for me. Irish dad says love is the most important. When it's taken away, a big part of you is taken away, a part you need. And sometimes just sadness fills up what was there. Irish boy is quiet. Irish dad is quiet. Irish boy holds the flashlight back up, shines it where Irish dad needs. Irish dad smiles tired. Irish dad fixes the car. Irish boy is not Irish man himself. Irish boy still got questions. Irish boy still wonders why one man cries for war and a whole bunch of boys and girls Irish boy went to school with pick up guns. Some come back under flags. Irish boy still wonders why one man cries for war and the rest of us just cry. Irish boy still hears that old Irish music, still hangs in his head like the smoke from Irish grandmother's bar every time he shines a little light looking for answers. And I see the old men all twisted and torn, the forgotten heroes of a forgotten war. And the young people ask me, what are they marching for? And I ask myself the same question. Thanks, y'all. I should have warned you I was going to sing. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, you know what time it is? You're wrong! It's time for a love poem! That's what time it is! Asshole! I'm kidding, you're probably a delightful person. Thanks for being helpful. Um, Alright. For those of you who have ever said that being happy and in a good relationship is the worst thing that can happen to a poet in their work, I'm sorry, shut the fuck up. 
frankly, you need to get out more, at least read a book like Walt Whitman's Leaves of Grass or some happy shit. You need to let the crisp autumn breeze take you, the warm lips of someone on the tip of your chilled nose thaw the cracked frozen lake in your gut, skip rocks inside you, make you shocked that you can still see your breath in the cold because you could have sworn they just took that breath away. Hold on to these moments. Hold on to them like you hold someone under the sheets when the heater breaks, and the only thing lighting up the room that night is the sparks off the L track just outside the window, but goddamn, you're happy to be alive and warm and have this memory, this melody, this moment to hold on to. Now, I'm not saying that you need a relationship to be happy. That is why Netflix was invented. I'm just saying. I am just saying that the crooked tooth in her smile deserves an entire poem. That her stubborn South Austin accent moves symphonies to drawl. See, me and my girlfriend, we make each other neon bar sign glow. Crack and buzz and pop. We give each other sunrise every morning. Plant stars on each other's cheeks at night. Open soft palms with sturdy calluses for holding. We work hard for each other, y'all. We make it worth it for each other. We laugh at each other's farts. And if that's not love, then fuck everything. <laughs> We make me want to stand up in a table in a fancy restaurant full of cardboard people on beige, boring-ass dates and go, Y'all are fucking up. Y'all just exchange pleasantries and digest and have routine expected sex and repeat. But I just boosted her over a no-trespassing fence. She just finished the stencil while I shook the spray cans. I put the pedal to the floor while she puts her middle finger to the law and the cash is flying out the back window in the cloud of dust. And yes, this is hyperbole. And yes, we do actually go to restaurants too. Set to a lung-top singing soundtrack of guilty pleasure pop-punk trash in the middle of a Walgreens toothpaste style. And side-eye from the staff, she gives me life, y'all. Gives me worlds. Gives me poetry. Every slide grin, a stanza. Every wink, a line. Every flutter, a word. She's got lightning bugs in her laughter, y'all. Blue bonnets in the soles of her feet. When it feels like there's nothing left to trust, there is still this stillness. The air between our lips, the ground and the things she grows from it. She grows food and foundation, y'all. I swear she's got black dirt and rainwater in her blood. So despite the holes drilled in like freckles and memories, the stories told in scars, all innards brought out in every blood-soaked page I've ever written or read, she reminds me that there's more worth writing. Y'all, the page makes bloody into beautiful, bloody into bloodier, but it can make beautiful into speechless. She makes beautiful into speechless, into lightning bugs, into seeds on the wind, makes it look fucking easy. Happiness ain't what's bad for a poet, y'all. Closing your eyes and laying down your pen when faced with speechless, that, that is the worst thing. Thanks, y'all. Get up. Get up. Come on. I've loved you since the slums I wanna give you Benjamins But all I got is one Some dog on the run Running these streets Hours turn to days Days turn into weeks I think about you Every day of the week I'll wipe away your fears Like tears off your cheek They keep you far And I grow weak Alrighty, that's all for this week That was Kevin Burke At Right About Now In Houston, Texas You can find him again At KevinWBurkePoetry.com You can find Right About Now as at Juan Poetry on pretty much any social network. I highly suggest you subscribe to our YouTube channel to check out tons of great videos from awesome poets around the U.S. 
You can find me, Davis Land, at davisland.info or as at davisinternet on Twitter. Alrighty, that's all for this week. Oh, by the way, the song in the background right now is Latika by Amir Safi, our very own president at right about now. Such a great classic tune. I'll do it again If you're having problems You should phone a friend Lose or win I really don't care Who wants to be A millionaire If you're not there It won't mean a thing I'll give you my heart Instead of a ring Run away with me Let's leave It's our destiny We can live on love If you just shut up And kiss me Like a Godiva, call her a goddess, you can call her Shiva Call her what you want, but to me she's Latika She's the baddest, ain't no chick meaner Skin milk, chocolate, like a Godiva Call her a goddess, you can call her Shiva Call her what you want, but to me she's Latika